When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard! Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey, seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it yet again today, Miss Jackie Tone. Thank you for coming. Hi. (laughs) Don't, don't introduce that yet. Cheers me real quick. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. you. And today. Hey, that's nice. For listeners. Yeah, today we're drinking a little bit of Eagle Rare. This was brought to me as a gift. Um. From a friend that came to see me uh, do a show, and he said, "I got to leave you something." I said, "Don't, no, 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 no." He said, I'm, "I want to leave you a gift." And Funny because when people say they got to leave me a gift, I say, "Yeah, leave it." Is that all? You know. Well, but what? you get me. Yeah, right. You're, yeah. You're, you get you get really mad if they don't give you something yeah, that you really wanted. Crazy. You're kind of a brat. You came all the way here without a gift for me. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. That's it. You do that mm. to them. They this walk feels in. Like it's not pointing in the. Yeah, you camera. just got to get it right to your. Uh-huh. Here, you can move the arm closer. But to But I didn't want to do any facial coverage. You're good. I you're cool. good. I All right, cool. so introduce this sheep that's sitting on your lap. Well, you're Full not the only person sheep. with a guest today, okay? I come to podcasts with my own guest to interview. Yeah, right. I so know. So I like to sort of derail the whole thing and then, you know. He needs to hey, sign an Glenn. NDA, by the way. He's so fucking stupid. Why is he not saying anything? Hey, One day, I swear to God, I'll, I'll break his ankle. Are you telling me the dog can't talk? The mic is at his Did you mouth. bring a dog that can't talk? I'm embarrassed. There he goes. Why did you name your dog Glenn? <laughs> now that he left, I'm actually sad because... He does, he's going to he, chew know, right I, through I, the camera wire. I don't give him human emotions often. I think it's absurd. But then I'm like, oh, did I make him mad by calling him stupid and saying I want to break his ankle? But every day I call my dog something else. Yeah, I just... I go, get over here, you little fucking bitch. bitch. I yeah, say like it all right the time. Yeah, like right when I got here, he was showing bitch. me a picture of the dog and he was like, she's a little fucking bitch. She is a little fucker. I go, get over Hey, I go, get over here, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like putting yeah, you're my nails you're into to... my own because of how much I love Glenn. You murdered Glenn once. Well, listen. When you love a thing too much, sometimes you eat to break his ankle. <laughs> you, you broke his ankle? No, I just love him so much that sometimes I imagine not hurting... I don't really want it on public record, but I do hate love him where I have to grit my teeth and I feel aggressively toward him because of love. Do you ever play too rough with him? No, I'm a little bit of a pussy. So like I'm, I'm careful. Like I just, the other day he was at the top of the stairs and he was looking down. Um, and he, he looked like he saw, he was seeing a ghost. He wouldn't come down the stairs. So I'm like, Bitch, I might carry you down the stairs. Glenn. You're you can handle this. Then a couple days later, I was at some store and someone was playing with him and being all sweet with him, and he yelped so loud, like when your dog yelps, like you step on their toe or foot mm-hmm. or something, and you like want to kill yourself. When I step on her neck, she does that. I step right, 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 right. That last time you kicked her in the yep. face. So I did that, and then this guy was playing with him, and he made a huge yelp, and it was at his low back, and he was like, "Yeah, these long dogs have low back stuff." And I was like, "You know, he hasn't been going down this. This is a stranger." I'm like, "He hasn't been going down the stairs lately," and the guy was like, "You need to." You need to carry. Unfortunately, you got to 
caring. You're getting dog advice from a complete stranger that you don't know at all. Well, then I don't do that. But then I looked it up because with dachshund mixes, they're so long that it's so much fucking pressure on their backs when they have to go down. That dog is so tiny. That dog is so nice. His back is smaller than my foot. My foot is longer than his back. But that doesn't mean he can't have an issue just because of its size. Who told you that? A stranger. I don't know his name. Okay, so get the fuck out of here. If a, if a, if a, if a, if a doctor said that, okay. <laughs> but then I looked it up on the internet. The internet was like, "Careful with dachshunds and their low back." Another thing that doesn't mean anything. I have yeah. AIDS, according to the internet right <laughs> the now. Cancer, both it's of us. It's bullshit. Dead. It's total bullshit. Dead. Jews are, should We're not be allowed corpses. to look stuff up on the internet, <laughs> especially when it comes to health stuff. Then it's gone. One hundred percent. Speaking of, I almost just choked on my uh, mentholated holes. <laughs> I did. I, was, I breathed in and the whole thing almost went right down the trap chute. I'm glad it didn't happen. I would have been very but listen, embarrassed. I don't trust people anymore because people give me advice about my dog and it turns out it's fucking... Yeah, she's you never know dead. You know what someone said? You know what someone said? Somebody goes, um, she had she had diarrhea. The dog had diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to put these crunchy things on there because we usually do like sweet potato and rice and all that stuff. Oh, no. She, uh, she needs uh, these crunchy things um, to balance out the diet or whatever. Made it wait. I mean exponentially Pissing worse out her butthole she would fart she would fart and it would it, and it's and you know how like um slow-mo videos on youtube there's like compared to when they drop like a marble in like paint or something and <gasps> yeah, you see like explode. i mean it was like <laughs> but it just kept spraying and what's crazy it was in slow-mo yeah I, well i see in slow-mo yeah everything is in slow-mo to me but that's it just <laughs> the visual of paint splattering out of these things on youtube it looked out of her butthole just <laughs> oh, it was like a up. puff poof of air Anyway, she's Apostle. fine now. Cubster's fine now. How I named him Glenn. He belonged... Glenn, get, out. Glenn, get in here. Glenny! Nah. Glenn, come here. He doesn't give a um, shit. I, I named him... Darius. What up, homie? Come on. Yeah, good You work. named him Glenn. Oh. No, my friends did. My friend adopted him first. Do you... No, I just feel like an asshole. My friends... I think you might know my friend, but then if Go I say ahead. I'm now, I know now... Tom I, Cruise. Do you know my friend Tom Cruise? Yes, I know Tommy. Dax. Oh, Shepard? Yes. Sure. I thought so. Yeah. That's why I was like, it's and less weird because you know adopted. Him. So Dax and Kristen adopted him. Right. And they were, um, I was over there and they, Dax was really allergic. And Dax named him Glenn. And they was like, meet our new dog, Glenn. And then I came over and he was like, we're so fucking allergic. We, I, he and the baby. And, they were, and she was like itching her little baby eyes. And they were like, we don't know what to do. Allergic to... So, Glenn, I mean, I guess certain dogs are mm, yeah, that's really right. allergy-ish. Hypoallergenic. They're yeah, not hypoallergenic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How do you know? Hyper- is there a test for that? Um, I th- There's got to be, yeah. Is but it hyper or hypo? He's hypo. No, the term is hypoallergenic. He's not that. Yeah, that's what my dog yeah. is. Yeah. Because my right. dog has hair, not fur. Mm-hmm. He has fur. Must be. But I, it I, sheds? I never, Does he shed? Yeah. A lot. See, right, it's hair, not fur. Or, I mean, fur, not hair. I have, she has hair. But All it doesn't that hair shed? doesn't come off. It's great. Let me until, tell you something. It's, it's fantastic. Great until I pull it off. Fabulous. I go what, get the fuck over here and what, I pull it right out of here. One time I cut it off, wouldn't even make me sneeze. <laughs> I I don't know what the deal is. He's not, I, I guess he's not hypoallergenic and they were super allergic and they were so bummed because they were the reason they him. adopted him, that's right, they were yeah. going to put him in front of a truck. The reason they got him is because when they have two young girls and he's so friendly and delicious, he just doesn't, like when you're when babies are like playing with him too rough uh, or whatever, he just is like, Loves it. He doesn't even go the other way. He's like here for the face batting. He doesn't even care. But, they, but some dog, small dogs love kids. Yeah, they have this weird connective tissue to he kids. 100% Well, maybe does. I'm talking about you and you know it. See, you know yeah, it. Yeah, he you knows. You know it. So, so they just named him Glenn because no, no nothing? And the dog before Glenn that they adopted, that they, this sounds terrible, like they give all their dogs away. They don't. Kristen's a huge dog rescuer and a dog foster 
mom. Well, then eventually you do so give them away right, if you are so fostering. So she's trying to find them homes, but often she thinks she'll keep them, and then if it's not a fit. So she had a dog before, Glenn, that Dax named Pat Sajak. Oh, that's good. Pat Sajak. Love Pat Sajak. Full. Yeah. And uh, By the way, one of the best gigs on his, earth, Pat Sajak. Well, not as good as Vanna's gig, but actually might be better than Vanna's gig. Way better. Because Vanna's got to be in hair and makeup, full beat, tight mm-hmm. dress, keeping mm-hmm. that body tight mm-hmm. with heels. Pat's schluffy under that suit. Yeah, 100%. He's a schluff. He's you gotta don't know. He's got to be a schluffy. Also, do, do, uh, I, I looked him up one time. He's from the East Coast. He comes here, films, you He's, know, something like four or four months out of the year. Then he flies back. So they just pack it all in. Then he flies back. He's one of these dudes. This is nuts. People should look this shit up. He has like a fucking hospital, a library, like a school named after. He t- put tons of money back in his community because he's a fucking billionaire. He's I mean, a billionaire. He, he's got he's so a- much money. Do you think they make the same money? That's I one thing don't. I wonder. Look, I am. No, they might. They the, might. I feel like I'm first in line for obviously equal pay for equal work. I don't know that they're doing equal work. No, they're not at all. Right. So then, for me, equal then, pay then for that equal work is a good. That's that's the sentiment that we all should be echoing. 100%. Equal, when somebody like, says equal pay, I go, right, yeah, for the for the same thing. Sure, yeah. 100%. But you're you not going to tell me that you're, yeah. Guest stars don't get paid the same as the no, guy that's on the thing. a series regular, absolutely yeah, it doesn't not. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But that whole thing is such muddy, weird water, too, because there's other semantics about that in the industry that no one talks about. Like, you know, someone's name for, for, for movie stars? Someone's name draw is more worth more monetarily box office than others. So that thing Yeah, that is challenging. That when it's Nobody like, wants what, to talk about that, right. that you're like... If it's like me and Matt Damon, and I, it is the first big movie role I ever get, and it's like me and Matt Damon, I'm in the whole fucking movie. I'm his little, I'm his brother or something. You have a bigger part than him. Yeah. You're still not going to get and as And I much wouldn't money. deserve and yeah, it. And nor should you. Yeah, because right. who the fuck, no one's going to see me. Right, right, right. They're going to see sexy ass Matt fucking Damon, and then they see me and go, that goofy too. guy is funny. That's yeah. funny guy. I like him. But they'll be like, the goofy guy's body got dope recently. And then they'll go, let's mm-hmm. put him in something. And then everyone will say no. And, I'll, and, and then yeah. everyone will say no. Yeah. And then I'll do an indie. Mm-hmm. It'll bomb so bad. Mm-hmm. They kick me right out of Hollywood. That's right. But You'll I still have the pod. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got the pod. And now I'm living in Sundance. Things are bad. Yeah. I actually moved to Sundance. <laughs> Did you know? It's a city. <laughs> okay. I don't want to talk about business stuff, right. but we're going to. Right. I have, I have other stuff I want to talk to you about, but is Glenn sleeping? <laughs> That's really fucking rude in the middle of my podcast. I'm not going to lie. You brought a dog just to sleep? Wow. Okay. Okay. You, let me say this, and I'm not placating. You were in a movie that made me so jealous that I wasn't a part of it. I didn't deserve to be a part of it because I had no business being in it. Well, you did not deserve it. Maybe, maybe no, but I mean, I had no room for, for it, me. But I was so happy for, for my friends that were in it. And it was also jealousy, but also like not in an angry way. Like I watched it a few times because I thought it was so good. Um, and uh, of course, it was called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Sure, Bogus Journey as Bogus well. Journey. Mm-hmm. No, you were in stupid, uh, a futile and stupid gesture. Yeah. And it was such a good fucking movie, man. Yeah. So cool. Man. You got to play, tell people. Gilda Radner. Gilda fucking Radner. And it... The, what, what was that like for you mentally? What's so crazy about this thing is that not only was it like easily one of the greatest experiences in my life and something that I'd waited for for so long and worked toward for so long that was so, excuse me, Glenn, um, gratifying. He's a real piece of shit. So gratifying, but also, and I'll get to that in a second, it changed my life. Yeah. Because then I, people went like, oh, that girl played Gilda Radner. Everybody wanted to get that part and then people were thinking of me for other things and and considering me in a way that, that nobody ever had that's awesome and i've been sitting i've been acting since i was nine 
Wow. And so I got... And now you're 49. I'm, I'm 80. I'm 80. I look <laughs> unreal. You look really fucking Thank good. so much. Perky ass titties. So then I got... So what happened with that movie, actually, so I played Gilda Radner, but I when I got the audition, I had like a small agent and... You brought was, a small Asian to the audition? Yeah. I just think it's cute sometimes to take a tiny Asian, yeah. bring them with you to stuff, and then ask them to pop out. A tiny anybody. So they could be white, Asian, about anything. And if they're really small and they pop out, sometimes I think that's a way to have casting and certain people wow. like that remember you. Yeah. Secret to the biz. Yeah. A lot Secret of people don't to the know biz. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And if they don't like you, throw walnuts at them and run out. Oh. Yeah. I feel... Okay, that's... Okay, don't do yeah. that. Like if you feel like they weren't paying attention or they didn't give a shit about you, yeah. fuck you fuck and throw you. walnuts all over the floor because they're annoying. Oh, you got a lot of walnuts. Get mm-hmm. But I that's take them with me. part of your deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me, it's in my I rider. cut you off. So um, when I... <laughs> when I It's probably the cleaning crew. Somebody's here with Glenn. Hold on, let me look. Okay, I just want to make sure nobody <laughs> opens any doors. Don't eat them. Did he run away? Yeah, thank you. Glenn, come here. Get Glenn, come here. Come here, Glenn. This is so peaceful. This is amazing. Great. It's exactly We've never had a break like this. Perfect. It's exactly what we wanted to be, yeah. I think. It's very And it's we're very back. Bad. So, so, so us for that tip. So you got to play Gilda. So I got to play Gilda, but it was so cool, so they called for this audition. But since the part of the movie it's not the SNL years. Hmm. But they were like, look, if you want to show us that you sort of get her essence, you could do a character from SNL, like a Rosanna Dano or an Emily Latella, just to like show us what, and it's for David Wayne, who's like one of my heroes. Yep. And so it's just crazy. And they were like, if you want to show us a character. And so I, um, this could have gone either way. This could have gone two ways. I prepared them all. the All the characters. You did? Yeah. And I had costume changes and Jesus. it was a whole thing. They were going to give you the role. Well, or they were going to Im- be so embarrassed that they were like, thank you so much. You actually don't need to keep changing your shirt. Like You're in the we, middle of we, changing? We get it. But I, I, I have these I have, outfits. I have these different costumes. <laughs> Is, can I pronounce them costumes? I don't, have, a, I don't have time in my life to not do this. I need this more than anything in the world. That was, that was actually just the case. Yeah. I had no opportunities. There was yeah. nothing coming in. I'd been acting 20-something years at that point and was just like... You had bounced around and done stuff. It's not like yeah, you hadn't done anything. I, but, I, but I also hadn't done a ton. Like, I, I was making a living on commercials. It yeah. was, and honestly, it was a godsend. I was actually really psyched. I wasn't like sitting around kicking a can. I was like, cool, I'm in that secret commercial. And I like made a little bit of money and I and I am earning a living. This is fabulous. That is good. But I but I The Vagisil one was a bad choice, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and the herpes one. Don't and do the all those. Imodium. Next time don't do them. That's a okay. In the future? <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Hopefully that'll be there'll be a long time since they need Although you the will. dry pussy stuff feels like as you age, it will You'd come probably at do you, get drier. Come don't at you? you more. Yeah, I can imagine. I just saw a commercial for that today that just said that KY, KY commercial that said, our, mo- our, our, moisture, our moisture is all different for all different kinds of girls. And nobody wants to talk about it. But let's talk about it. So they do. But then you're just going to moisturize your puss on a Tuesday with just KY? Well, I think if you're, if you're, if you're ready to, oh, if you're ready to, ready to uh, mm-hmm. you KK. Yeah, I pronounce that FUCC, weird. If you're ready to fuck. If you're ready to fuck. you're ready to fuck. Cuties. Anyway. You know what? Hold on. Before you keep going. The one thing I should probably fill in, we should fill in the audience on what Stupid If You Tell Jester is. Because I think maybe... 
I think you're right. Don't know or haven't seen it. I think you're right. Um, it was a it was a book. Uh, uh, now and now a amazing film. It also there was a movie before this movie. It was like a movie. documentary, was documentary on Netflix. Was well, it wasn't for initially for Netflix, but it was, and it wasn't called that. It was like Wild and Crazy and Drunk. Like it was also right. three, right? Something like that. But and it was it was essentially about Lampoon. It was about the beginnings of the Harvard Lampoon, and and then what led to the beginning stages of probably the most iconic, memorable, controversial, subver- subversive comedy ever yep because now we can do and say anything this was a time when you couldn't do and say almost anything, anything yeah. and they were they were offending equal opportunity offenders which i which is what i still want mm-hmm. today i still think today that should be comedy Same. it's 100 but i think i think there's more of us than there are the other side of the, of the fence i think more people of comics there are I well that's like what i mean humans I, but I feel I, like everyone's like a little mm, i don't know i don't th- see i don't think so i think that's i think that's echo chamber rhetoric that we hear because we live in a liberalistic state of, of mm-hmm. los angeles in a bubble like new york and I don't. I believe most Americans still have a great sense of humor. They want to talk shit to each other. They want right. to make fun of other of each other, and comics like Gilda, like Chevy, uh, these guys and girls, um, they fucking broke this awkward barrier of not talking about stuff, yep. which is what we need to continue because that's how that's how anything is like made light of and fe- and feel and I normal. think it's how we heal. Yes. And I think it's also how both sides of the aisle, which used to not even be a term because there wasn't so, such a chasm. There was like, at least you could have a conversation with a person who was on the other side, but. Not anymore. Like, no. It's a, Isn't that cra- crazy? It's a crazy time. I have a friend that literally stopped talking to another friend yeah. because he found out that he um, voted Trump. And and what I find so fucking disturbing is like, you can do that. That's fine. That's your life. But like. You're gonna fucking not be friends with someone ever again. You don't want to have a conversation about it. I mean, you. I'm I sure friends do comes, things that you disagree with I, all the time. I, you know, I think when it becomes challenging is when you support immigrant families and you support gay rights and you support all these things that you know that this person doesn't support, mm. and then you look at your friend and you go like, "But wait a minute, there's people in cages," and then it becomes. I think it becomes hard. When these issues are this huge, yeah, to look, pat, I mean, it becomes but hard to. But I agree true, with you. True. I mean, I think the whole point, and I think Sarah does. Sarah Silverman does a great job where it's like she's at least she's very specific with her with her views, but she's really trying to have the conversations and love all the people and love the people that she. Well, because Sarah is Sarah's somebody that loves to fucking talk shit and joke around and and push the buttons of other people and 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 doesn't necessarily adhere to the PC thing right. of what of what but many she people does would it in such a smart way too. Uh, yeah, but yeah. that's what we should that but that's the whole point of all this shit. So uh so futile and stupid gesture so stupid. is basically about the, the 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 beginnings, the impetus, the catalyst of the freedom of speech comedy boom that yep. that eventually turned into SNL. And in an amazing way, I kinda don't want to spoil the m- movie but it's the story i mean it's an it's this age-old story so he did the harvard lampoon this guy doug kinney played by uh, will forte so fucking funny sick so he did the harvard lampoon and then he did uh national lampoon radio hour and in the radio hour was harold ramus bill murray christopher guest dan Aykroyd, chevy chase gilda radner I think I said everybody. Ramus guest. Um, I think that's everyone. Belushi. Belushi, right? And that was everybody in the radio hour. And then uh, I think it was Doug Ebersole, somebody Ebersole, Dick Ebersole. Dick Ebersole, yeah. He was running NBC and he offered Doug Kinney 
National Lampoon Saturday Night. And Doug was like, TV is ridiculous. I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. And he said no. Yeah. And then Lorne snatched every one of those motherfuckers and was like, we make an SNL. And then they made SNL. And then Doug... Well, this part's a spoiler of the movie, so then I won't. Yeah, say. don't don't spoil for people because I I highly recommend watching it. But but as like to me, what I'm curious about is as a woman in comedy, um, and for back reference, we met because of comedy, and and for someone like you, who is so deeply embedded into the world of being a comedic actress and a comedian, what Gilda did and what people <laughs> like her did, that's really it was so big for women. So that's such a to me, it was such a cool thing to have you play because I knew you, right? If I didn't know you, I'd go, fuck that chick. Who cares about yeah, that? Right. But, it was, but it's cool because this. I know what that must mean to you both during the filming and both outside of it, right? That, that Well, it's, what's crazy is I think a lot of people, I think a lot of younger women, they like have an idea of who she is, but I was raised on her. Yeah. Like her greatest hits speech. It's so funny. I remember when I wasn't really working, I would hear an actor talk about something and I'd be like, that's such a fucking lie. They'd be like, Oh, I can't believe I get to play her. I wore out that cassette tape till it broke. Right. I literally wore out the Gilda Greatest Hits VHS until it broke and we had to throw it out and there was no eBay and I cried. Yeah. EBay, and I was like, how are we ever going to get this? And I vividly remember what the cover looked like and I don't have it. It's funny that I haven't replaced that for myself, but even if I did, I don't have a VHS player. But the point is, I was obsessed with Gilda yeah. and we have just similar ways about us. We're like just these Jewy little sprite things that have way too much energy that are too have too much energy and are too much for a lot of people but then other people are like no that's the right amount and we have like similar like s's and our voices are similar the only difference is that she's from detroit so like her voice is in the back of her throat she's killed a radner yeah literally it's the our voices are almost like when i was little and i felt like i was too much or too raspy or too scrappy or too it was like but gilda's like but i'm but i could but i'm it's gilda yeah and then i get to play gilda you, you didn't have to do much to change your look. You look exactly like I didn't her. have to do... You like curled your hair? I didn't even curl my hair. When I don't have a stupid hat on and my hair is parted in the middle and then I put these little pins in. Yeah. That's just what... That's kind of it. That's just it. Because your hair is naturally kind of yeah, wavy. Yeah, that was just all I did. Wow. Isn't that fucking... That's mind-blowing to me. It was wild. Me. It was and weird was knowing an... you for so long and then seeing... It was weird knowing you for so long and then seeing you play her and going... Oh, that's so weird because, yeah, of course she looks exactly like her, but I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I didn't even really think about it. And then I got the call and I was like, oh, and what's really crazy about getting that audition is that they had seen every other person in the whole city. It was the only reason I even got, they got so to the bottom. I'm not like shitting on myself. They got so to the bottom. They got so to the bottom of the barrel. They were like, we'll see her. What's in the basement? What's it? For Go real? downstairs and go get what's in the What's in Valley Village adjacent? And I was like, my <laughs> unit. So then I popped over and the other two girls in the waiting room for Gilda were Latina. Oh shit. Not they joke. were really fishing. Mm-hmm. Holy They were fuck. like, well maybe, you know, like what, and that's fine. Like God bless anyone can play any part, but like, it was really but like that's pretty specific when you're playing when you're when you're playing like one of the a, a real person really person hard who's like a Jew characters are easy but a real person that's kind of that's why I'm always like why did they get that guy to play that thing they didn't just get I someone that fucking looked like him? but that that's, that's always weird that that weirds me the fuck out when they do that a hundred percent but but you being a part of that thing for us for comedy people I guess was so cool to me seeing seeing and knowing people in it you know I know John Daly um, who played Ricky. Bill Murray Rick yeah Rick Rick. Um, Rick played Harold Ramis. Um, 
who else did I know that was fucking in there? I mean, oh, Joel I McHale. Like, yeah, I was going to say, you know Joel. You know Joel, everybody. He yeah. was Seth Green. He played Christopher Guest. I don't know him, but he's, yeah. yeah, he did a fucking great job. Um, oh, do you know John Gamberling? He played John Belushi. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I mean it, that it was, was just stacked, filled with great, great comics. And it, it, and, and I, I know I'm rambling on about it, and I'll move on. I just, I, it really did a thing for me because... Um, it, it's the reason that we get to be the way we are and we're so like unapologetically goofy or mean or rude or fucked up or crazy. It's not always funny. And I think that movie really did a thing mm. for me where it's like, and not everything is fucking funny. Some mm-hmm. things are mean or hurtful. You know, there's a couple of moments with Doug where, you know, his first girl, uh, girlfriend or mm-hmm. uh, first wife or whatever was like, you're a fucking asshole. Like you're actually, you think this is all so fun? A joke? You're a piece of shit. Yeah. And, and we don't really get to be honest about that all the time that we're totally flawed people comedians and comedic actors and i think the times when we talk about how flawed and depressed and anxious and sometimes mentally ill we are as comics it's we're talking about it because it's too late and we lost somebody right that's what's and we're like, I just got, you know, it's like, no, nah, we could talk about it. And there was a like, comics are so sad. I'm like, yeah, we're also so joyful and giving you such joy, but right. also, yes. <laughs> yeah. I debunked that so many times. Yeah. Somebody goes, aren't you guys all depressed? And I said, that's insane. You know who else is depressed? A majority Linda of the, and a, HR. Yeah, exactly. A majority because of America. Has, yeah, exactly. She has nothing going on. Right. Her husband's fucking the secretary. Right. This is right. like, her groundhog day is going on. I mean, we all have shit. We just, just, ours is on display. And also I think it's, it's a, it's in such stark contrast to what you think, how you think we feel. Right. And that I think is a fascinating thing because with Linda and HR, she's walking around every day shopping at Aeropostal, doing her thing in the Midwest and that's fine, God bless, but it's not as surprising to find out that that person might be sad. But this really funny, smiley guy who's making 500 people laugh is sad? Yeah. How, how? is he sad? How? He's making all these people happy. Oh, he, lo- he lives the life. Completely unrelated but I think that, but I think that it just did a good thing for me, education-wise, for people that don't know anything about National Lampoon and the history of Lampoon and Harvard. I think it's a beautiful educational piece mm. to like really learn like where that comes from, and then from a comedic perspective, what what it really took to become a comedian in this weird cutthroat world of what would be SNL, the greatest institution of live television comedy of all time. Um, but anyway, go watch that shit. Uh, but more importantly, parallel business, you're on. Probably one of the most successful Netflix shows has had in the past, I don't know, decade. I mean, is that not true? Is that a, is that a silly statement? So exciting. Don't you think well, so? Netflix hasn't even been around for a decade, but yeah, has it has. It? It's been around for about 20 years, but they were DVDs back then. No, I mean, like, when it. <laughs> you kids, you kids. <laughs> I mean, we're the same age. No, but make, I mean, making when content, was, making yeah, content. Because like, Orange was the first show. Orange is the New Black was the first. Un- probably 10 years ago by now. I think it's only because they're on there like six or seven seasons. Oh, okay. So I think it's like only. Well, then, this, anyway. is, then this is it though. But you're, she, she's on Glow. Um, Jackie's on Glow. And and I, I think objectively it's one of the most successful shows on Netflix. And people fucking love that shit. They just made a comic book of us. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's fucking crazy, crazy, dude. It's crazy. It's so. Look. It, I have a little bit of success guilt, but I have mostly joy. But what I was going to say is like, I am highly cognizant and I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself because of this, but that I'm in the time of my life. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> yeah. You're feeling I'm, it. I'm in it. But that's amazing. It. And maybe, and look, maybe I'll do like live, and, I'm, and I hope to live my dreams of like a one woman Gilda style, Bette Midler style, musical comedy Broadway show. And then maybe that'll be the time of my life. 
But like this glow situation is fucking incredible. Yeah, I I sometimes like um as a person who I hate I hate that I always have to preface, but I feel I do. As a person who had who tried so hard for so long to get anything going and it could it, it feels like exponentially more I don't know if this is true, but it feels ex- exponentially more satisfying to be part of such an incredible thing. Right. When all the things I was scratching for that I didn't get were maybe not even as cool. Well, of course not. I so mean, you like look back it. and you're like, how devastated I was that I didn't get that one pilot for FXX seven years ago was the last thing I was even close to even being considered for. And I was like, this could change my life. And then didn't even get picked up. And then... Of course not. I moved on. But I, I, I hate... That's a little inside baseball, folks. I Apologies. I hate when people say... Uh, everything happens for a reason. It really irks me, but <laughs> it's disgusting because it's partially true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. Because somebody, well, you know, everything happens for a reason. And you're like, yeah, well, fucking. Rejection is I'm worried protection. about b- bills and life, uh, so yeah, suck exactly. ass. Like, I, I hate hearing that, but I know it, it is to be true. It is to be true, but then it's also like, how many years can I walk around and try and convince anyone that I have any skills? Well, without anybody you've going for like. Long enough. You're not kidding. Yeah. That, 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 without being like. Without having somebody go like, yeah, she, she she's all right. Right. That's actually, she, she can do the stuff she says she can do. But I think you have that because, and you have this guilt, aside the set of fact from that the, the Jewish thing, which will, you'll never get rid of. No, you, no, no, you, no. You no. can't get rid of that. Oh, you know that? Crossed. I, I know. It's they under, tried. They I failed. Know. They cured HIV, but they can't cure they didn't being cure, Jewish. They cured HIV? I thought it's they just, gone forever. It's gone. It'll yeah, never I'm come really back. I'm really embarrassed that I didn't know that. <laughs> I feel like they just did well. They found the second person. Uh, the second person documented they, was was cleared of of, of the virus. They've been doing the pills that makes it so you. Yeah, can't. they're doing that too. But they just but but it just came out in the news that a second person was completely cured of the virus. Magic Johnson. No, okay. but he beat it with money. He didn't okay. beat it with pills. He <laughs> beat it just be having money. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. he was just rich. But um, Scottie, but I, but, but the guilt Pippen thing. Help him? I think what'd you say? Does Scotty Pippen help him? Scotty Pippen has nothing to do with that. Muggsy Bogues is the, that's the cure. Oh. If you kiss Muggsy Bogues, because okay. he's a tiny guy. Uh, if I think the reason that you have that, I think many people have that in our position, quote unquote, um, is because you didn't crack when you were super, super young. And by that I mean when people blow up lately. when they're kid, like you start thinking when you're nine. Lately. If you blow up at 10, 12, 13, it's you're hard. Co- you're Corey Feldman. It's just so Honestly, hard. Honestly, God bless. You're lucky if you're Corey Feldman, because otherwise you're Corey Haim. Oof. And that's, I mean, right? And I mean, the options gone. are. He gone. He gone. The options so, because, are. Because look at it like this. What are the, what, like, what, who are the people that were famous when they were kids that, like, lasted through? Like, Drew Barrymore might be one, like, one of the best success yeah, but stories. That took, was gnarly for 15 right? years. She was, like, so a drug addict and sick yeah. and bad. She and, went through yeah. all of it. But, I mean, most people that blow up young have a really tough time sustaining, making it out of that muck era. I mean, fucking Justin Bieber has gone through all of these different oh phases. God. And I bet you in 20 years, He'll be like a George Clooney figure in the business where people are like, oh, we love that guy. And they don't think about... Right, or Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, you don't How, think about the like shit. There was like 15 or 20 years where we were all like, Robert Downey Jr. is going to die. Right. And he, was, and he was a tremendous train wreck. Tremendous train but wreck. But it's also like it because achieved fame at a young age, I think, does something both to the person and both to the people that surround them. But the flip side of that, and it's interesting because I've been thinking about this lately, because if I got successful, it's a new kind of fun word about when you get successful as a kid. If I got successful Successful. when I was little, yeah, that would have been cool for things and okay. But the flip side of that 
is how when you're like 34 and you've been doing something since you're nine, and I don't mean casually. I don't mean like I was in a school play when I was nine and I hoped like my mom was flying me to and from LA for auditions and I was having development deals with these monster people and the guy that created Roseanne and these um, um, huge things that were like, put your fucking seatbelt on, kid, because this is going to be on 8 o'clock on TGIF and you're the star and this is your development deal and you're 14 and this is going to happen. We already have a time slot. Mm. Go. And then it doesn't go. And it's like, all right, I guess back to ninth grade. Back like, to being me. Like literal like gift baskets from studio executives and then you don't get picked up and then those people don't answer the phone from your agent anymore. It's like the learning these things as a kid. When I was 21, I got a, I got, I replaced, oh, 23, I replaced a girl in a pilot, then I booked the series. And I was like, it was with Daniel Stern and Judd Hirsch, it was on NBC. I was like, I'm going to be, I was at ABC. I was like, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a TV star. Right. This is unreal. And then I got fired and I got replaced by the girl that I got, that I replaced. Jesus. And I found out that I got fired because I showed up to work. My parents were in town. It was the t- it was the Thursday night dress rehearsal, and they'd called it off, and nobody knew why. I wasn't. They'd fired all sorts of people, but I didn't know this. And when I showed up to my dressing room, the producers wanted to have a meeting with me, so I was going to park my car by my dressing room and walk over to meet the producers. It was like on the CBS Radford lot, and as I pulled my car. If this isn't a, this is a fake story, it has to be. As I pulled my car into my parking space, a man was paint rolling my name off of it. Shut the fuck. That's impossible. Age 23. He was literally just. A long, no, he had a long stick. He was not bending down. He had a long stick. (laughs) They wouldn't even get down for it. No, sir. And he was paint rolling my name off my parking space. And my parents were like, Mm. are we in the wrong space like we just thought it was, we didn't even think anything of it then I went to go talk to the producers and they fired me and I freaked out and they were like you're hostile they told me I was hostile wow and I was like and you are yeah. turns out you and are I, it turns out I <laughs> keyed one of the cars I put a banana in one of the tailpipes and I took a dump and the guy left his front seat open that's well, not on me that's what he gets <laughs> you don't me. fire me you don't name? fire me G- oh, I wish I remembered his name but it was at what ABC or Something CBS Stein. Um, something was it, it something was it. Stein is cheap but funny <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Something Stein. <laughs> Goldman. Also doesn't really doesn't really thin out the options. But he was at this was for ABC, but for some reason we shot at CBS Radford. But anyway, like these were the things that I'd gone through so many times. So I recently was thinking like had a conversation with a friend and he was like, you know what's kind of cool? And I'm not saying this to be a dick, I'm saying this as a compliment. It's kind of insane you didn't quit. Like that you kept getting right. these punches to the throat, these curb stomps to the back of that, that you were like, okay, payroll, my parking space, and like all these amazing things that were, but I kept feeling like I was close enough. Like I was like, that was almost me. Yeah. And that was almost me. It wasn't yes. like I was like alone in a canoe being like, anyone, anyone. Oh. Like it was like, there That's like why you there kept going. Things. Yes. People that keep going the when they dangling. don't have anything. That's well, a that's like bit when hard. you watch American Idol and the person is just like embarrassingly terrible, mm. and but just their parents were like, "Go, honey, live your dreams," and it's like, okay, find a different dream, maybe. Yeah, maybe you should switch it up. Mm-hmm. Do you like other things? <laughs> Do you think you <laughs> like stuff other you stuff? Might like? Well, see, that's funny because w- your parents seem super supportive, right? They were like, Ridiculous. no, yeah, they were like to a degree that was like unheard of, right? Like mine, the opposite. My mom where- quit her job as a physical education. My parents are both phys ed te- gym teachers. And, my and yet you're so out of shape. I mean, not only am I out of shape, I can't kick 
throw, catch <laughs> to save my life. I can wrestle. Really? I can actually wrestle. Well, because of the show. But prior that, to the show, could you wrestle? No. No, right, but yeah. It's funny, I went into, I want to hear about your parents, but I went into the... I don't want to talk about it. Fair enough. I went into Glow, and on the very first day, the stunt coordinator, now Emmy winning, stunt coordinator, Shauna, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, a tip, tip of my of Tip of a hurt. Um, and Chavo Guerrero is like wrestling royalty. On the first day of training season one, I walked in and, you know, we're comics, we're insecure, we're fucking loony bins. And I walked in on day one and I was like, we were about to start training. And I was like, if anybody feels like this might be scary or you might feel insecure, uh, feel free to look in my direction because I guarantee I'll be worse at this than you. And it turned out that was super not true. But they bring it up to me all the time. Oh, as now this, you look like, like an asshole. N- sort of, but also in this like learning way. Someone's like, like, I've never done this before. And then they just shoot three yeah. threes in a row. And like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? Who knows how to do that? I guess I do. Practicing forever. Yeah. But I mean, I was, I'm not like unreal. It just wasn't. I had told myself this. I'd read myself this story for 20 years that like, I'm just not an athlete. Right. Like I just, I do other things. I sing, I play music, I write jokes. I do artsy shit, but I don't do the athletic stuff. Yeah. And I, when given the opportunity and like not making a joke of something and taking it seriously for a second, it was like, I could really, I could do it. And, and you're it good at really, it. Really, Yeah. It's really See, cool. See, isn't that a little embarrassing? Now that you, now you show up the other girls that aren't that good, they must kind of talk shit behind your back. I think maybe, but th- this is another thing that I feel not insecure, but like, I always think about how other people will look at the way I say things as a working actor because I judged everything working actors said when I wasn't working. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, really? You guys are actually sisters? You guys really love each other? It's really, you guys are really tight? You guys are all on a WhatsApp thread and no one hates each other? That's not fucking true. But it's true. It is. <laughs> we love each other. It can be. It can be. But Sometimes it's, like, it's definitely not. No. And season one, there were like energies where there were like pockets where it was like, oh, you you're not great in a group and this is challenging for you. You've been like a solo person. Mm -hmm. But then that person is even way more a team player now. I mean, I think even I was probably far more out for myself season one than I am now. Now I just see what this is and this thing we're making and I just feel like genuinely like I won the lottery to be able to be part of it. And it's because of the Gilda thing. Well, it's not because that. that's one of the reasons, but Thank that's you. not the only reason. I appreciate that. So I don't the, believe I don't believe in that thing. I, th- I think yeah. there's a million things that contribute to one thing. Oh you yeah. Know? Kind of like how someone's like, "It's my soulmate." It's like, "It's not your soulmate. It's just the person that you met." If you were born met. in Czechoslovakia, that yeah, you wouldn't have be, never yeah, met them. So don't fucking yeah. English. So all these things kind of come together. Right. I like to think it's like we're, we're we're there's billions of billions of bubbles of energy, and we are also just a collection of energy cells, and all of these things kind of uh, coagulate and, and amalgamate to kind of make things work in a certain way sometimes. And if you got out of your helps. car that morning with your right foot first instead of your left foot first, your entire day could have been different. 100%. So I think like the butterfly effect is so real. So, I so think, real. I think that, that saying it's Gilda, it's not. It probably was a great movement, a needle mover for you. But you did it on, you do it on your own accord. And obviously you're good enough because they didn't fucking fire you from that, bitch. Yeah, you ain't yeah. firing me from this, bitch. Birch. I mean, we've all, and we've all been fired, by the way, when you talk about that. Like, it's funny because everyone's been fired from stuff or, or seen people get fired and you go, sucks for that guy. But then I you've been that guy. I remember when I got fired, my agent at the time who worked out of her back office, the most amazing agent, amazing woman. She worked out of like the, uh, a little 
office in the back of her house mm. in Long Island. And she, I remember her like reading me a list of, this is, of all the, like, she's like, Lisa Kudrow got fired from her pilot before Friends. And this person got fired from this and every, and George oh, she's Clooney. doing that to build you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Build me up, but also just like, this is true. Yeah. Like, I thought it was the end of my career. Right. I was like, this is the, my biggest opportunity I've ever gotten. And all I had was this little manager working out of her back house in Long Island. And I was able to like do this and climb up and screen test and get the part. And it was this whole big thing. That's incredible. And then I didn't have it anymore. But look at you now. But baby, look, look at, at me, me now. now. Look at you now. I like all the art in here. I can't stop staring at this. Is Can I say something? This yeah. is gripping. You like it? I keep staring at it. Well, it's also, it's supposed to be a little threatening. Oh. It's supposed to be a little threatening to the guests, meaning like, what's over there? What's what am I looking at? Oh, I, I could, don't find it threatening, but I, I find it hard you. to not look. I could kill you. No, I could kill you. Also, like, yeah, of course. Look at me. I'm gonna kill you. Alrighty, but like, <laughs> you could totally. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I oh, wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't oh kill you. Oh my god! Thank you, Santino. You, you know why? Because technology today is so good. Yeah, they'll you catch can't you. Get away, you can't get away with it. Can I tell you though? Too, a lot of people know I'm here. Yeah, they that's, don't know see, the address. Yeah, that's that's annoying. Don't give the address away. I'm not giving the address. <laughs> but when I was walking up from my car, oh, I texted God. Santino to find out where it was. I couldn't see the address. I happened yeah. to be across the street. He's like, the address is in big letters, big, big letters. numbers Can't right outside. It. Can't miss it. It's a black plaque. Placard. With black numbers. Mm-hmm. How artsy. <laughs> For your guests to not be able to find. He's like, fucking numbers right on the side of the building. <laughs> On a black placard in black. By the way, this, this building is fucking huge. Like this building has got to be like 50,000 square feet. And that thing is probably like one, one foot one, by one foot. I was going to say that's one inch by one <laughs> it's inch. It's one by one. It's, yeah. so small. it's a postage stamp. I don't know why they do and stuff like that. But that, that's what art districts are. That's the thing. Yeah, that uh, is that's the a, thing. That's hip. It's cool to be Because I was like, unknown. it must be this enormous, cool, hip looking building. But I see no address. No. I don't even see a sign where an address could be. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be. Actually, there was a big sign for an address, and they ripped it down. Oh, they were fuck you. They were like, fuck that. People don't Too need to know. Too easy to find. Figure it out. How about figure it we the fuck out? We don't want to put a sign. There's a place on, I might have a sign now, but there's a place on Virgil called Squirrel. Oh, yeah, Squirrel, right. It's a breakfast place. And it doesn't have a sign. Nope. And But if you are inside and you see a menu, do you know how they spell Squirrel? S-Q-R-L? That's right. S-Q-R-L. That's right, yeah. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck it's you, so annoying. But so God forbid you LA ever be able to that. find this place. Can't. Like, can't Google. Because I'm like, S-Q-I-R-R. And by the way, a squirrel in and of itself, challenging word to spell because yeah. it's got two R's, two L's. Or one R, two L's. No, it's it's one R, one two, R, two L's. L's. Squirrel. But like no, no. The two. Squirrel. 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 This is embarrassing. That's what I'm saying. But for my whole life, it's been that weird word where you're like, one R, two L's, two R's, one L. What is but then they're like, oh, okay, no vowels. SQRL. Then you can't find it. It's the most hipster bullshit. LA loves that stuff. And there's a place right around the corner from here. I don't want to blow it up. <laughs> there is no sign. There are two security guards that stand out front. It's an invite-only boutique, high-end bullshit. You should drive by. Is it, it a I'll weed shop? No, no, no. It's close. Two boutique, security guards? Two men in suits every day. Okay? And it's a high-end boutique clothing store, which it, I'll tell you all about it at, uh, off air. And it's... Uh, every fucking time I drive by these guys, line, they they always have this look of like, you don't belong here, type of shit. Bobby Lee is coming to do the podcast. You know, uh, this was a month ago. He parks his car over there, and he walks up and he goes, you know, Bobby's so inquisitive. He's a child. He's a literal child. He's, he's, he's a fifty year old kin- child, kindergartner. Sure. So he walks up, you know, built like one too. <laughs> he's got his box of crayons. Yeah, 100%. he walks up to the guy and he goes, what what is this? What is this? What is this? And the guy's like, it's uh, it's a private. And he's like, what is it? What is it? What is it? 
And he was like, it's, sir, it's, uh, you have to keep moving, please. And Because you can see inside the fucking thing, which is yeah. so... Which also, by the way, I don't have to keep moving. No, I don't. I, 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 there's I nothing don't, that don't. says I have no. to keep moving. And it was so rude. And you know, when you tell me to keep moving, I stop. What am I going to do? the way Tell I me to keep moving. What am I going to do? I'm going to stand right you. fucking That's here correct. and stare at you. Well, tell me to relax. No, don't very, tell me to fucking relax. Very similar. So, so looking inside, he can see the clothing and he says to me, you know, you can tell it's a fucking, it looks like a store. And he's like, well, what is it? Why are they, like, what's, what's the deal? And the guy was like, please, you know, please keep going. So there's an invite only location. And Bobby, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm not, I'm not being cute. I'm getting well, hot. Bobby did a good job. Bobby did a good job of holding because Bobby loses it a lot. Bobby could fucking lose it. But, but it's so and he funny. said he was an inch away from being oh, it's like so fun when he does because the guy goes private invite only type thing. And Bobby said to me, he goes, you know how bad I wanted to be like, I'll buy your whole fucking store and be that <laughs> asshole guy. He's like, he's like, just because Bobby doesn't look like a guy who's has any money. Uh, looks like that guy that goes there probably. You know what I mean? He's in like a yellow crop hoodie and shorts. <laughs> Fuck it. Flip Bobby's smoking four jewels at once. You know what I mean? He has the three hoodies on. But it's like he, he could buy everything in that fucking 100%. store. But he said, I wanted so bad to be that guy. But inherently... Comics are so ashamed. And it's fucking self-deprecating. So much that ourselves. to do that yep. would would kill us. Mm-hmm. It would murder the inside of you that you're like, <laughs> I don't I want to say it so bad, uh-huh. but I won't just because I know it'll hurt my feelings more to hear myself say that. 100%. Than it will to hurt That's him. That's why I, can, I, I have trouble talking about like I think I call it success guilt. You should though. <laughs> we talked about it. You you should have success guilt because I think Everyone should feel a little ashamed of the stuff that they have and 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 this in the success that this town brings, but don't not enjoy it. Like I don't like the fact that like you know it was always a shameful thing to have a nice car or to have nice things right. in our world because we come from the grubby world of like working from the bottom, and so it's like. I'm sorry, but like I didn't land a movie role at 15 and then get rich overnight. Like I worked hard to get things, so yeah. when I have a nice thing. I know I'll forever hide it and feel guilty about it, but but to myself, I go. I deserve it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, and I'm I proud deserve of you. it. Like I'm trying to honestly, I'll go there right now. I'm trying to stand in my power. <laughs> I can't even say it without feeling like a fucking piece of shit. But I'm trying to so much more because this self-deprecating value bullshit. I, it's so exhausting. It gets old. It gets really. I'm fucking like, isn't old. there something just fucking cool about? Like I got, it's, I find it so attractive in another person when I'm like, they're not braggy or boasty or full of shit, but like their just shoulders are back a little. Yes. Their air is different. And it's just like, oh shit, you like run some stuff. Yes. It's and nice. They, I don't know that they feel that way inside, but when I look at a person that way, I'm like, oh, that must be so nice. Yeah. Over here. Like, yeah, it's Alexis, but I bought a certified pre-owned and I, I, I got it. I got the 2011 in 2013. Right, so you can't like, just cut it off at what it is. When someone's like, it's gotta be like this diatribe of like, oh, but I got it from my uncle who bought it from a guy. And you know, it was used, you know, it also, it's got a dent in the front of it. It's like, it's gotta be this verbal diarrhea 100%. explanation for all your success. And, then when so, and I was like, and I always have to say, like, you know, I, I, I went a really long time without working. And, you know, I was acting since even even with you, you were talking about. Yeah, you said it was from, from you were nine. And I was like, I started when I was nine. It's like, well, that wasn't the fucking question. But I wanted everybody to know that, like, yo, I'm out here. Yeah, you're, you're Fuck, working. W-E-R-K-N. Like, yeah, for, working. <laughs> for correct. Working. Correct. Squirrel. Squirrel working. Squirrel working. But we you but hate that, but, vowels here at Whiskey Ginger. Well, they can't do it. Yeah, uh-uh. they, we can't do that here. That's not part of our agenda. Uh, also, by the way, side note, this happened to me. That squirrel reminded me. I was going to meet people at a thing downtown. And downtown LA, when we first, when I first moved here, sorry, was 
fucking oh you would no never way. i ran into you downtown yeah i was like yeah. what the fuck it used to be a place where and i and, and even in that time i had a couple friends live down there and i was like you're gonna get killed sketch you're gonna die it's it used to be so brought to you by sketchers brought to you by sketchers but and now it's so fucking beautiful and nice and and it's it's moving at such a pace where i'm like wow this is not it's getting so nice it's getting so nice and but if you go out of that you're still like oh that's anywhere at some degree but downtown now, you know, all these cool places and the cooler they are, the more you don't fucking belong there. Right. The more so, there's two guys in suits at the door asking <laughs> yeah. you what you're doing in your flip flops. You can't afford it. Like, I can fucking afford Yeah. The, I was going to meet people and no shit like this experience, but way worse. There was no door. There was no sign. No. There was no shit. And I find out much later when I run into a friend, you have to go through the back side the other way I mean it's like a bad you're like SNL already sketch. home when you found out how to get yeah, in yeah I'm, I'm back at the, I'm asleep yeah. and I'm like uh-huh. oh that's what it was oh, I wake up the brother, but, yeah, alley. Sure, sure, sure. but it's like a shitty SNL sketch about LA which is so obviously true that it's like it, they I do, remember years ago I went they, to a place and they, they try was, so hard so hard and years ago I went to a place and the only indicator was like a vi- I'm angry I'm getting hot <laughs> A very dim red light. Bulb. Oh fuck off! <laughs> Outside. It's so annoying. And I was looking, and I remember it was similar to this address where I was like looking, and I was it was so dim that it wasn't like across the street I could be like, oh, the red light bulb. I knew there wasn't going to be an obvious entrance. It was so dim I was like under it, and I was like, that's, that's it. what they're calling the red light bulb. Like I was so hot and so angry. Bye, Glenn. Bye, Glenn. It's a little tiny sticker on the that's wall. A, yeah. It's one little oh, tiny sticker. it was a sticker. sticker, actually. It wasn't a light bulb. It was a sticker of it's a, a light sticker. bulb. Oh, yeah. that's so... It's it was like, That's just... Get the gun. Mm-hmm. I, I got taken by uh, my manager to like this unbelievable sushi chef here who like has three tables. And, you know, they, 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 uh, only managers and agents know that bullshit where they're like, we can get into this place. When I go, when I say I went to the address and I'm not going to say where... When I say I went outside and was actually scared, I'm not kidding. In all my years of being in LA, it was an. It, I was like, "This is a danger. This is yeah, a danger." Yeah, I'm not safe. I'm not this safe. is this is sketchy. And of course, then you walk in and you're like, "Who's? What? What is? Am I? This is like a door to Narnia. It was a completely different Gorgeous. experience with like the richest, with like the richest Japanese businessmen of all time. Like you can see. Was that it a sushi so place? Wealthy. Yeah. Funny, I went to a sushi place recently. It was in a okay neighborhood, but same thing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to find it. it Never was like in a, million in a years. shitty strip mall, and then you have to go through the kitchen of another restaurant. But it's like fully invite only. There's Love like that. four reservations a night. That whole thing. See, this is the thing. And we I feel a little guilty about going to those places sometimes. But at the same time, I go, fuck it, man. That's awesome. I get the access to do that once in a while. Right. But I, I'm also the guy right. that looks out at that and goes, yeah, But then that I feel guy. like is what being a comic is. You're like, yeah, this is kind of dope. Also, I'm going to judge the shit out of it and observe <laughs> yeah. it and write 20 minutes <laughs> on it. I'm going to talk shit about yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. in but here. Some of the best fish I ever had. Ever. Some of the. Ever. I I don't want to interrupt us. I wonder if if the person who is in the other room let's check has left. Go look. The door go see. Open. Go see for Glenn. This will be our commercial break hour. We'll just like keep cutting to stuff. Night. Wouldn't that be so funny? Here's what would be the funniest thing. For the fans that are that are listening or watching, uh, Jackie keeps looking at to see if Glenn's going to follow the, the cleaning lady out. What if the cleaning lady really hated dogs? And she came in and she was like, no, 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 I, I like it, I like it. And then she's just kicking him when we don't see. 
Is he okay? No, 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 no. He's okay. He's oh, okay. cute dog. Cute dog. Oh, is this your dog? Is this your he's dog? So sweet. Sweet dog. Both of us doing this terrible accent. Which yeah, yeah. Good. But well, no, it's nondescript. You don't know what that is. Not only was it nondescript, it was almost identical to how that woman said mm-hmm. it. Well, so we were just, we were just, we were just yeah. uh, repeating what we heard. Do, do you? Performance artist. Does it bother you? When people don't know how to feel about your dog, because it bothers me when somebody goes, when somebody goes like, "My dog is fucking harmless." When she like goes up to somebody and they go, "Huh, huh," and I'm like, "Really? Well, this I is the this is the dog." Like, sometimes o- old women, I feel, are like uh, skittish around dogs because they're afraid. I have no idea, but like kids love him. Like I don't think. Big but dogs I, make but sense. But I do know what you mean when people are like, uh, like or when really? we're walking and I don't pull his leash tight because he's 14 pounds. Yeah. Hi, Bonnie. Like, what could he really do? Come on, Beanie. Like, imagine, he couldn't even get up on the fucking chair right there. No, because he's a dumb idiot. Uh, but imagine if he bit you, Hello, sir. it wouldn't even hurt. Yeah, but do you know something? His heart is the size of a Cadillac Escalade. That's how you talk to your dog. Everybody yes. has dog voice. And one other thing that people at home should know, these ears are made of 100% silk. Silk? Yeah. Salk from Salkorns. You know how you know what my dog voice is? Get out. <laughs> no, you know you I do it sometimes. No, sometimes. But you do go like she you're fucking bitch. I go I go, hey, come here, you sort of a bitch. Yeah, I grip my teeth when I talk to her. Me too. I love him so much. It's my third costume change. I feel fine about it. This is? Yeah, because I'm so hot and I keep I took off I had a leather, then a sweater, now it's he. What is it that's making you so hot? Is it the thing on your hat that says anxiety? Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> just putting it um, off there. No, I just feel, I feel warm. I feel great, but I feel warm. Also, like, this is one half a shot of nothing, but I think it's making me a little warm. Glenn's in my lap. I'm having a great time. He's falling asleep. Glenn is falling asleep yet again. You want to have some drink? You want to drink a drink of some whiskey? Do you want some burping? You're a whiskey man. Hello. Hi. I'm glad. And sometimes I love whiskey. That does kind of sound out? like what he looks like. What he looks yeah. like. No, we're gonna leave that in. I'm a CPA now. My number one job: crunching numbers. <laughs> oh, because I'm pretty tired. Too much taxes. This tax season. My dog just got fired from her day job. Which was? We're pissed. We are actually pissed off. I'm not gonna lie. I fucking got her right. job. I I had reached out to an executive at Sony, and she was uh, an executive assistant. Okay. And she got fired. She got let go. I'm sorry. Well, that here sucks. she is. It's it is it is public knowledge okay. that you're not supposed to be on Facebook on the work computers. Here's my dog. Is oh, she's on fucking Facebook? Right. She's supposed to be organizing an, a, a general that they're gonna have that afternoon. She's on, she Facebook, was on Facebook talking shit about her boss. Oh, I was gonna say if she that sucks. So she got fired, and, and that was what's his name Stein. It was Bergenstein. Yeah, yeah Mike Bergenstein. Ari Bergenstein's brother. Right, of course. Daniel Bergenstein's son. Son. He runs the studio. It's like you have to at you some point. You can't be on Facebook. Yeah, No, yeah, so yeah. she was on Facebook. So now, you know, every day I'm in the room. I walk in her room. She's on her fucking phone. And I'm like, are you going to get a job? Right. Are you going to get a fucking job? Yeah, are you going to look for a job? Addi- but at this point, it feels like she's addicted to social media. You know what she does? <laughs> she knows sniff she knows, <laughs> at me and then just gets right under Sometimes the Sometimes when he does that, I go, God bless you. And I get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. She does that. Yeah. My dog does the nose thing. He does. And I always go, God bless you, Glenn. Bless you, Glenn. Sleepy Glenn. <laughs> so hey, so so um I, I wanna talk to you for another hour and a half. Um, but your time is valuable uh, to me. <laughs> Good. Tell me tell me um when when glow would be going again. So exciting. So we wrapped season three a few weeks ago. Right. And then when is it air? I guess is what I meant. We actually don't know. So normally we they're funny with 
you know, release dates and get and pickups and Netflix is kind of weird about all that and shit. numbers like they sort of don't tell us a lot. Yeah. So we don't know when it's coming out. We had the, the last two seasons were like beginning of end of June. Mm hmm. But this season, it might be later because Stranger Things looks like it's coming out in early July. Season three. Uh-huh. I didn't know they were doing another one. I think season three this of Stranger... Three. Yeah. Okay, right. So season three of Stranger Things is coming out, I Those think. Those kids are like 30 now. Yeah, they're 30. It's crazy. <laughs> um, 11. Doesn't track. She is now a grown-up. There, we were, we were... She dresses... She's so pretty for a young girl and it's like gross it's to gross. say that because i know that's like not right no, but, I, I mean, but but i'm like what what's the fuck fucked up is like i as a like woman that. can say it and you as a man can't but like yeah she's like a beautiful young she's a pretty thing. young girl and it's gross because i'm like wait she shouldn't look like that yeah. she should have braces mm-hmm. and look stupid she's and like bad hair maybe 13 now oh my god it's really annoying but to watch. there was like some real public thing about her having a boyfriend and i was like we shouldn't know about that's any of this repulsive. hopefully they're just holding hands this is like all way no too but that's much. repulsive that shouldn't even be the rhetoric shouldn't even be boyfriend it should be like first of all it shouldn't be it shouldn't be anything it should be just she has friends and she's in school and she's living her life 100 percent. that's that and they're you like wanna... she and da 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 broke up and it's like this big he's that's like fucking this big gross. pop star see that's why that's why i'm saying I should, this is good this didn't happen to me when I'm i was telling 10 you because I, it, I think it fucks with people well looking back speaking of all things happen for a reason looking back i have truly nothing but i mean i there was a lot of gnarly ups and downs but those those really young ones i think it's uh I think it's a godsend. Relationship-wise, you're saying with you? Like, did you, yeah, <laughs> like when I was a kid and I had a boyfriend <laughs> and he was he was 20, I was 11. When, but when I, it's, I think it's really good that the career-wise that stuff didn't... Yeah, because but, but here's what I mean. They, they, they dig into you. Maybe would have been okay. I don't know. Who knows? No, you wouldn't have. I, don't, I just don't think so. With my anxiety. Because yeah, I yeah. think, it, yes, you being your personality would have not boded well in that right. situation. In fact, I think most people don't, but you would be way more susceptible. And you being the... Uh-huh. I'm the same way. I know it would have been really detrimental for me to have any sort of success. And if people think I'm like, you know, feisty and a lot at this age, I mean, I was off the rails. When I met you, you were out of your, you were out of your mind. I was off the rails. You've landed the plane a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but it still does bounce off the water a couple of times to get back in the air, and I'm like, Jesus, we ran into each other again at sushi, and that was like the most um, anxiety fueled sushi i've ever had in my life because we had about a we had about an hour and a half we conversation did. in 15 minutes uh-huh. we packed everything in but that was also i feel like that was before all this stuff it was, was going on it was, but you were doing and so, i was were, like on an audition or yes. something yeah. and i it was just like still just i think also at that point like i think i was 34 35 and just like being in the rat race and it makes you crazy when you're in the race for so long and it's so gross. close so many times it makes you a little. It makes you a little nuts. Like yeah. it's really challenging. I've reconciled most of these emotions. It's really challenging to be happy for other people. Yeah. It was. Did you just have, like, did you ever you, be honest? Have you ever been really unhappy for yeah, somebody, for but sure. then have come around now and been like, you know what? I'm actually. Happy oh for my them god! I, I don't have. I genuinely. I'm so. This is one of the things I'm most grateful for about being in the place I'm in now, career wise. I, I'm happy for everybody. Hmm. Everybody. Great. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, but like it's very like my friends. Yeah. But like when a random person. Yeah. Well, you don't. Know, still can, like just taking over or whatever. We'll talk about that off the air. But mm-hmm. like, of course, certain things are hairs across my ass. But often, t- like I can't think of a time in the last many years where like a friend of mine got anything and I wasn't just fucking overjoyed for sure. them. But it used to be like. 
Well, here I am banging my head against the wall. I paid $25,000 of money I don't have. I'm going to be in debt to make this album when I was making music. And then a friend of mine made her album for no money in her closet. And that was Jewel. And got... She lived in her van. She lived in her goddamn van. Made her album in her closet and got like all the songs placed on like Grey's Anatomy and this show and Fuck. that show. And I was so bitter. Yeah. You would, we would, you would be. Because I was like, I have nothing to show for any of this. This town is very everything or not. It's all or nothing. And I just was like, and this was my really close friend who, by the way, is a, was, was wonderful and talented and also broke and also had dreams. Like right. I've cho- like, that's, I look back on that time and I'm like, I'm grossed out by that sure. person. That happens most of the time. You act like that the most when you are at that low position, right? Because when people get success, they usually go, I'm really happy for everybody. But it's because you're, course, you yourself are gaining. I feel satiated yes, and I feel exactly. good and I feel seen and valued and validated in right. a way that I was scraping for for so many years. And I've used this term quite a few times since I've sat here, but like too much or, you know, oh, she sucked all the air out of the room. And then when I went into Glow and did the exact same thing, they were like, just right. So it's like, that was... <laughs> that psychopath was right, perfect. 100%. Get her back in here. They She's like, nuts. like, that fucking bat is what we're calling for. But but isn't that the beauty of, of what this business is? And not to be too meta for some of the people that are probably like, oh, these fucking idiot actor bullshit. But I think there's some of the beauty of what what happens is your thing does eventually kind of fit into a thing. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just difficult sometimes. That's all. Like, it's really That's hard. so funny. It's such a comically profound way to put it because it sounds shallow which is like yes. your thing finally fits into a thing and it's really true it does. it's like it just, when you find your person you're like oh my crazy fits your crazy it's such like a fucking facebook quote works. but it just does it is true yeah it does it, and for all the years and things i'm trying to change and be maybe i can if i talk in a higher register then i won't be so fucking gruff all the time and turning into lewis black in my 30s but like <laughs> these these things and then you just go like oh cool the times where it really works and fits and it's the most exciting for yourself and the people around you who are looking for that, it's magical. Yeah, it is. Because they are. I, they, I, they definitely are looking for it. Also, I just imagined you as Lewis Black for the past like 14 <laughs> seconds of you going, you don't fucking know me. <laughs> just the finger wagging around. I mean. You're very profound I, like that. You have that kind of, that, that similar kind of energy. Just anger, Jewy, raspy. Anger, Jew, raspy. Anger Jurassic. Yeah, have you ever oh, seen Jurassic also Park? Also tiny. Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. We've got to get out of here. It's just everyone's in a jungle. Um, so Netflix hopefully will release that in June, <laughs> June or July. Actually, yeah, we think probably July or August now because of Stranger Things, but we don't know. Wow. They haven't told us about a season four pickup. They haven't told us when we're airing. But they don't do that, right? That's not their thing. Yeah, they usually just don't really, say anything. Like, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're, we think people are watching the show. People seem to like it. They're making a comic book out of it. And they're making dolls and they're. Yeah, you are. A, you're an action figure, huh? Um, I'm not an action figure. Just the two, the two lead girls. You are. shall be at Baron one point. Isn't even an action figure. He should be. But really? Uh, uh-uh, I think it's just the two. girls girls like they made like those funko things yeah yeah yeah. and then um but we're a comic book and that's cool we're on t-shirts it's like wow. a, it's like a crazy do you get thing. on with mark maron i do because he's the only other stand-up he, comedian on the show right Ma- is anybody else do stand-up or, or no, just me and maron right that's but it then there's like another live performer like um there are these girls kimmy gatewood and uh, rebecca johnson they're improvisers they're in like a comedy trio called the apple sisters oh cool and then kate nash who's like a british pop star yes she's in the show so singer kate nash yes singer kate nash. she has a great song that that i loved and now i'm the name is escaping is that, me it's it uh that found it, yeah. 
I love yeah, that fucking she's song. Delicious. She goes, yeah, rather be with your friends, mate. They are much fitter. fitter. That's a great fucking That's a song. Great song. Yeah, she's good. And she's she's still making incredible music, and she's indie now, and she's talk about. She's like amazing. She's great, but but as far as like oh, the stand-ups goes, you guys are that's it. He, yeah, huh? Marin and I get along great. You know, he's such he's so himself mm-hmm. that when he's himself, you can't ever take it personally. But sometimes you want to, like in the more like I I remember season one. I was like morning Mark because you know he's not feeling it at that hour. And I'm morning. When Mark, is he? What hour is he feeling? You're not wrong, <laughs> you're not wrong sir. You're not wrong. But you know, but especially in the morning, you're like, oh yeah. god, this isn't gonna go well. It doesn't no. go well at five p.m. It's not gonna. Go I well never at seen him before 7, ten p.m. Yeah, fuck that. So I'm like morning, or I said something like, "What did you do today?" You know, I was just being silly with him, and he's like, eh, "It's a lot," and I went, "You know, in the time it took you to say it's a lot, you could have just said good morning." Oh, and but it wasn't, but nothing. But he's like, "All right, all right, Tone." He's always making fun of me for being super Jewish. We got in an argument at the ArcLight because we were doing a Q&A, a SAG Q&A. And we were all in the elevator. It was an elevator for six. And there was, I think, 15 of us in it. Oof. And we were packed in. And it was supposed to go up. And it was going down. Mm-mm. And I was like, I don't like it. So when it went down, I got out. Yeah, me I too. Like, I, I would have gotten right that. the fuck out. And I was like, I'm going to get out. And he was like, everybody already knows you're Jewish. You could just stay in the elevator. You don't have to make a Jewish scene in the middle of the ArcLight. Whatever. So then I got out. And then when I went downstairs, I was like, okay. The guy wasn't feeling it. And he was like, you're being real sensitive today. And I just, I think what it is is like, he wanted to get out. Of course. He wanted to get out. And then I got out. And then he was like, all right, Judy. Like, But we, I think we're a lot more similar than either of us. Oh, my God. Think we are. Yeah. I think he's like surface more curmudgeon than I am, but we're the same. You're the same. You're mm-hmm. just, you're it, it, the, the curmudgeon, the, the curmudgeon is fucking... Yes, anxiety fueled. Mm-hmm. Your energy is just way higher. Mm-hmm. His comes out in a different format. Hundred yeah. percent. His, his, his comes, comes out, out with his like, cats, and his comes out hundred <laughs> percent. His comes out in like a can't be bothered, very low yeah. energy. Nothing but like everything bothers me, but I'm quiet about it, and everything bothers me, but I'm frenetic about it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Everything bothers me, and I talk. I have to talk about it. And if and I, I don't, I feel I feel um, like I've let myself down. Yeah, hundred like, percent. I might have to tell you how much this. Makes me mad. I but have I li- to. I like him so much. And he no, he's me, fucking great. Yeah, and he makes me, like, I opened for him at Dynasty a couple months, like a month ago, and it was glorious, and his crowd couldn't have been kinder, and he couldn't have been kinder, and, like, I just think it's really, I think the little bullshit talking that we do for me. It's love. I hope he feels that way, too. Yeah. But it feels like love. It doesn't feel like I'm talking out of school about it here. It's like, I'm sort of saying it as a badge of honor. No, like, of course. Well, listen, we I'll, talk I'll, shit to each other, and it's he, cute. he. I think that's that's the way he is. Listen, I've uh, from the comedy store and seeing Mark. This is a story that I don't know if he wants me to tell or not. I don't give a fuck at all. But but it, it was just really it was the sweetest moment I've ever seen from him because we say hello and we we you know it's a it's such a community at the store that mm-hmm. whatever. But um, when I was doing the Showtime show, I'm dying up here that got fucking canceled. Rock on. Um, we were going to be. It was like put in a nomination. Yeah, we didn't talk more about that. No, I don't want to talk about that fucking thing. It's it's gone. It's about it being canceled. <laughs> no, I like it so much. Oh well, that's very nice. Yeah. But what happened was is they were putting on our name in a hat to be considered to be Emmy nominated, and they were fishing it around to people in the that are you know a part of the the Academy voting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Marin came up to me in the hallway of the store, and he and he kind of like grabbed me by the arm a little bit, and he was like, "Hey, I uh, I just want to let you know I voted for you." And I was like, "What?" I didn't even know that I was in this thing. Oh, in this pool to even I didn't become know. a nominee. I didn't know. That's how it happens. It's yeah. Like, 
Emmy voters vote for who they think should be the nominees and yes. then vote. Which, you know, it's all a crack. It's, it's all such a fucking right. scam anyway. The whole thing is like, ugh. But anyway, but when he told me that, I did, I had no idea what he was talking about. And he explained it a little bit. He was like, yeah, I voted you for the thing, for the show, because you're great on the show. And, and, and for Mark to say that in a very condensed format... It, it's like me saying how much I enjoy yeah, you for about like, an hour. I was just going to say, it's like you going on complimenting someone for 20 straight minutes. Exactly. Him acknowledging your presence is like, yeah, you got to. Well, he yeah. said it was just very nice. And and it's, and it's and Mark is a peer. I mean, he may be older, but like, you know, the comedy store does a thing where I don't give a fuck what level you're at. You're a fucking peer when you're mm-hmm. there because we're all respected on this level. It's like, dude, we work the same stage. And the comedy thing is like. You give respect no matter who, what level they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, Sebastian Maniscalco is one of the richest comedians in the fucking world. He does the same 15 minutes that you do right mm-hmm. after him, and he respects you the same because it's that thing. Mm-hmm. And when Mark did that, it really I didn't, didn't know mean he was a lot. One of the richest. Sebastian? Yeah. He's one of the highest earners. Yeah, he's one of the highest earners. Yeah, he's incredible. I have no idea. I know he's incredible. Probably one of the best live acts in comedy. Sickening. Yeah, period. He'll go down as one of the best. But, but Mark doing that was. So it, it meant a lot. Uh, anyway, it just showed me who Mark really, uh, really, really is. Even though Mark oh, does the other a thing. A oh, he's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. It just, I think he just also has to still be who he really is, which is curmudgeon and mm-hmm. hey, get out of the elevator, you Jew. We know it, you Jew. That mm-hmm. has to exist, but the other thing is so real. But that's probably why I, I, I really like him because you see who he really is. Like yeah. you get to see who he really is, you know? Oh, and also quite talented turns out you know what I mean like it's so funny of like here's he's a guy who, so good, he's a he is very good and he's a consummate comedian he'll always be a comic but um you know this is the first time maybe I'm speaking out of turn but this is the first time I've ever seen him in something ex- extended character he, he's probably done a bunch of small mm-hmm. stuff but you know not being I think rude he would even agree yeah this yeah. is the first time I've ever seen him like do something big and 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 lead heavy and you know anyway and uh it's just it's it's cool to see because I think it's a it's a good group of, of people and there's no one that's bad except for one person. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's you. Like, you're the worst on the show. No, oh, you're great. Anyway, this has been great. This has been. Thanks great. so much for having me. She goes cries in her Anyways, car. Are there any cheeses, sir? I should probably hit up. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me, Andrew. <laughs> Never talking to Andrew in my goddamn life. Never. Sorry, no one now. does. No one. Uh, Santino's always been it. Um, I, I you am barely touched your fucking whiskey. Now I'm not asking you to shoot it right now, but well, no, I've been sip sap. All right, sip sip little sipolinas. Well, because I just you know I like the conversation so mm-hmm. much. You still my beating thoughts. Are you flattered? Mm-hmm. Are you flattered? Fatter, I'm fatter. Fatter, I'm Remember fatter. That? Yeah, fatter, I'm flattered. I'm fatter. Um, so hopefully. Hopefully it'll come out in the summer, the late summer, and we'll get to see you. Um, I do thank you generously for coming and it doing the podcast. So this is super fun. Today. Do you want to plug anything else? Do you want to say anything else? Do you want to um, you want to say hey to your grandma if she maybe watches? Do you want to? Well, do you have one that's alive? No, but I wasn't gonna until you do said they wa- that. Do I they have YouTube in heaven? Well, they you have gotta dead believe, tube. You gotta believe in heaven first. That's right. Right. That's right. What do you believe in? I don't know. I I have trouble wrapping my brain around. Mm-hmm. Reincarnation? Um, Will you come back as... That I have an easier time wrapping my brain around than a heaven because I feel like I don't know what this is and how it got here and if there's a spirit and if there's energy and if energy doesn't die, where does it go? So s- metaphysically but also scientifically, I don't understand how where the energy goes. Yeah, into things. It goes into things. Into this, into that, into that. It goes into things. Because they needed to build new things. So you're in, you'll be in stuff. Cool. 
Yeah. Plus there's amulets. Pretty beautiful jewelry. You'll be a jewelry. Oh, cool. I love being jewelry. You know what I'm going to be? Who? Shoelaces. Whoa. Yeah, I want to go everywhere. Work boots, work boots, hiking boots, hiking boots. <laughs> <laughs> work boots, different boots. I want to be in so many different kinds of boots. I love boots. I want to be a boot guy. I'm a boot guy. That'd be cool if you could pick where your energy you're ends up. Reincarnated in your I'm a boot. Yeah, you're, you're. I'm a gay boot. Why did I become a gay, gay boot? Laces. Yeah, yeah, I'm gay laces. Gay laces Ooh, tie me up. Not so <laughs> tight. Ooh, is that so? Why so that tight is today? This is, yeah. this is a good bit. This is a good bit. Okay. Well, I love you. I, love I thank you. you. My pleasure. Um, uh, if you don't have any anything else to plug, I I will plug me. Oh yeah. Look I at how sad I just got right now. I have one thing. Oh, plug it then. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. At Jackie Tone. At Jackie Tone. We'll put we'll put it in there. J a c k i e t o h n. T o h n. That's right, Jackie Tone. You know Cheeto Santino on all the platforms. Go to andrewsantino.com for all that stuff. And I'm not really. In June, I'm going to be in San Diego at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Uh, but for now, I'm kind of just bouncing around doing things and going on tour with Rogan. Doing I'm doing arenas for the first time. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to do an arena with Joe Rogan. It's it's, so it's wild. Yeah. 13,000 people. Say, how many people? I'm it's, like 12, it's like 12,000, I think. Yeah. 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 Also yeah. It'll be gorgeous. It'll be incredible. Just like when you go up at the store. Yep. Same thing. Same thing when the store has 400 people. 12,000. Same, what same thing. kind of is? But what is... What was, what's the most you've played to? Well, you probably played... Thousands. A couple thousand. Yeah. But that's nothing. Like, I don't think I've ever cracked... Yeah. I don't think I've ever cracked... Number of fucking people. Look at they, we just zoom in on me having a panic attack right now <laughs> thinking about it. Um yeah, it'll be fun. So um we'll see what happens. But oh, thank I you. Can't wait. Thank you. It's fabulous. Air kiss me. Thank you. Welcome. Whisk, 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 whisk. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the Ginger. I like gingers.